Thanks for listening to the Galilee Students Podcast. We exist to help students love God, love others, and serve all. You know, for the past few weeks, uh, we have been looking at the practices and habits of Jesus that will make our relationship with him stronger. Uh, if you go ahead to that first slide, Isaac, it's just, this is really what we're doing. We're looking at Jesus' life and saying, okay, here's a habit that he had, and this is why he had it. This is why it's important that we would also, you know, grab a hold of that because it's going to strengthen our relationship with Jesus. There's probably a lot of times where you're, a lot of you are crazy talented and you're on sports teams. Some of you are crazy smart and you have like schoolwork sometimes that comes away. Some of you have a job and some of you, just things come up in life. And this is a way where if you can't make it to a Wednesday night, if you can't make it to church, like if you can't get a ride, if you can't do whatever, like you just need to know that there's ways that you can still come closer to Jesus. Like church is not always the answer. Yes, it's a great answer to come closer to Jesus, but it's not always uh, the, the the entire answer. So the first week we looked at this one that's totally countercultural, and we looked at this one. Uh, I think I have it up there. It's silence and solitude. We looked at this and we talked that Jesus went to this uh, that he, nine times in the book of Luke, and we're going to look at one of those tonight. Nine times in the book of Luke, Jesus goes into what we would call, uh, actually in the Greek it would be called the Eremos. We talked about that. It means the lonely place. It means the desert. It means uh, a solitude place, like place that's really quiet. And we see that nine times Jesus goes into the Eremos. Uh, he, he needs to be recharged. And, and he goes into the wilderness in the quiet place. So we saw that that habit of Jesus. And we said that we need some of that in our life because there's so much noise in our lives that we need some quiet as well to connect with God. Last week we talked about Bible intake. And we just said, you know what, uh, we, we looked. Jesus and he knew the Bible. He quoted the Bible over and over and over again in the Gospels. He quoted the Old uh, Testament over and over and over again. I mean, just this amazing thing. We talked about this really cool thing that's called the Power of Four. It's this really interesting study uh, where this happens, where if you'll get in God's Word four times a week, like it affects big time things in life. Just, just goes better when we, when we do that, and uh, it was really, really interesting. Well, tonight, this week's habit of Jesus, it, it's one of the ones that, like, it, it just, it ties in with a lot of the other habits of Jesus. It just does. It's like when you go to a Mexican restaurant. Every Mexican restaurant, when you sit down, what do they bring to the table? Chips and salsa, Chips and salsa baby. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, so tonight, I want to tell you this. Tonight is the chips and salsa of the disciplines, of the habits of Jesus. It's the one that, uh, like, the, the first thing we talked about, and, and, and the Bible one, and tonight, tonight we're talking uh, about prayer. Prayer is what happens in those quiet times in the Eremos. Prayer is, is what can happen many times as we're reading God's Word. And maybe before you open God's Word, pray a quick prayer. God, would you just speak to me? Would you enlighten me? Would you help me understand these words that I'm about to read? Tonight as we talk about prayer, just know that as we talk next week about worship, uh, we're going to have a bunch of different worship stations set up in here. We're going to have, uh, you know, Steph's going to play some songs. It's, gonna, it's really going to be a great week. I'm really looking forward to next week. And then we talk about fasting the last week. Prayer is one of those things. It's, it's at every single table. It's like the chips and salsa. Like it's, it's there at every single table. So it's part of um, 
a lot of these things. And here's what we find in Luke. We, we, we talked about this verse uh, a little bit. You go back to that verse. Yeah. Uh, here's what we find in Luke chapter 5. And this is why we're talking about prayer and why we're going to focus on it for an entire night. It's just simply this. Because Jesus, what's that word? Often. Didn't just say a couple times. He could have said that, right? Luke could have reported on that and said it was just three times. So we see Jesus go into the wilderness, to the Eremos, and pray. But here we see the habit of Jesus that Jesus often drew to lonely places. Jesus often went to lonely places and he prayed. And prayer is really this. It was up just up there a second ago. Prayer is this, it, really what it is, if you want to, there's all kinds of definitions. My favorite is this, it's just communicating with God. That's what prayer is. It's just communicating with God. That's, that's all it is, is having this talk with, with God. Now, sometimes it's out loud. Like uh, tonight when I'm at the end of my message, I, I pray usually at the end of every message because it just, it, we kind of gets our mind right and we, we all get on the same page as we pray. And, and, and that's kind of what you do. Now, sometimes it's, 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 you speak out loud when you pray, right? You probably do this. You probably prayed at meals and you prayed uh, at different things. You've, you've prayed out loud and you've heard other people pray out loud. But it's not always an out loud thing. It can always be, you know, the kind of thing that's just within your thoughts. Like within your thoughts, you don't have to say it out loud that right now I can be quiet for a moment. And I can pray. And, and the cool thing is God knows our, our thoughts, which is kind of scary, right? Um, he knows what we're thinking. And he knows even in our quiet thoughts that we can talk to him. It's communication. Sometimes it's, it's what we call auditory. Sometimes it's just your inner voice, right? Your, it is the way you can talk to God. Communication, if you know anything about it, is the foundation of every single relationship that we have. And communication shouldn't be anything odd for your generation. You, I don't know if you know this or not, but um, your generation, I believe this, is... Any other generation that's ever lived. Generation has more ways to communicate than any relation, than any generation that's ever lived on the earth. Your generation has that. So here's the thing. Prayer maybe should be something we understand because we communicate a lot. Like, I don't know if you know this or not. The average teenager uh, sends 60 texts per day. Uh, sadly enough, then you probably understand this, older girls are prolific communicators. They send an average of 100 texts a day. It's a lot of texts, but hey, it's just that's the way we're wired sometimes. Uh, boys usually send about 50, uh, just not as much. The average Snapchat user communicates 34 times. The average Snapchat user, like 34 times is what they do. And your culture is connected. I mean, think of all the different ways. Uh, you can go old school. I know you, a lot of times now in school you're using email to go back and forth with teachers. You're having to send in your homework nowadays. It's a different world uh, than ours. Like we had to turn in papers and make sure the dog didn't eat it. Now you just send it away through email. It's just a crazy world. Uh, there is a, a platform called Twitter. There are a lot of older people who use like, It's a way you can communicate. There are people who can communicate through things on the Internet called where they can write stories and, and what they're going through. They're, obviously, you know about Instagram. You know about Snapchat. Uh, you know about TikTok. It's this really short thing where you can watch videos and people are communicating through it, right? Sometimes it's communicating that they can dance. And other times, it's like they're really communicating things, right? 
Like they, they, for, for three minutes, they, they really do a deep dive. It's, it's pretty impressive. I bet you wish I could do a deep dive in three minutes and be done, but I'm sorry. I'm not a TikTok influencer. I apologize. I'm not. You guys know the obvious ones? Not even phones anymore. There's FaceTime where you can see and, and communicate with somebody. Uh, it's just amazing. There's emojis. There's GIFs. There's all these things. There's, there's text messaging, right? And then there's the most, most annoying kind of text messaging, which is the group text. Come on, man. The phone just blows up, and you're like, if I could only shut this person up, it would be wonderful. But we communicate. we got all these kind of ways to communicate to people. You are the most communicated communication generation to ever live. So here's the thing. Since you like to communicate, I would love to say, well, why don't we just take that over, and why don't we just learn? Like, you know how to communicate. We use different forms. Why don't we just do this? Why don't we just say, you know what? I'm going to continue that on. I'm going to communicate with God. Know how to do it. And it can be short little things with God. It doesn't have to be a long, drawn-out thing. It can be those kinds of things. And when it comes to prayer, uh, Jesus does this. If you go ahead to that next slide, we're going to look at some verses uh, at the next one. You know, Jesus expects us to pray. I mean, you look at some of the things he says in Matthew 5, uh, 6, 5. And when you pray, like he's like, it's going to happen. 6, same thing. And when and, next one, and when, and this is how you should, and he says this, ask, seek, and knock, and then Jesus told his disciples they should always pray. Like, this is something that Jesus says, hey, you, you, like, it's an expected thing that Jesus says when you do this, like, he, he expects that we would be people who would communicate with him, whether that's out loud or whether that's in our thoughts. He says that we should do that. And God's word, if you go ahead to the next slide, God's word says the same exact thing. He, he makes it pretty clear that we're expected to pray. Colossians, and I could have thrown 40 different verses to talk up about prayer. I like these two. Um, it says, devote yourselves to prayer. And here's the thing. We're all devoted to something, right? We're all devoted to something. I don't know what that is. We're all devoted to a lot of things. Maybe it's for you. It's grades, and that's your devotion, is you want to get the best grade possible, and that's a cool thing to be devoted to. For some of you, it's a sport, right? You're devoted to it. For some of you, it's, it's gaming. For some of you, it's dance. I mean, I could go around the room, and there's all these different things. And it's really easy to find out what someone's devoted to. It's really this. You just look at what gets a lot of your time. And the question is this. Are we devoted to prayer? Sadly, uh, I'm just going to be honest with you, I'm devoted to a lot of other things many times instead of prayer. It's something I want to be better at. One way you can be better at it is this last one, this 1 Thessalonians 5.17. Really, when we read this, you're like, dude, how in the world? Pray continually? How How does someone do that? There was a famous guy named Brother Lawrence. Uh, he was, uh, I forget what type of the uh, Catholic church that he was a part of. But he had this cool thing where he kind of really was really good at this praying continually. He would write that as he was washing dishes that he was thankful that uh, there was dishes. When he would see 
beautiful day, he would thank God for his day as he would walk and he'd see somebody walking down the road beside him. He would pray, hey, I don't know the dude with the hair, but uh, God, would you just be with the dude with the hair? Like he, it was just all these things. Like he would pray continually when he'd see people. He would pray for them. Uh, when, when, when he would do anything, he would find a way to thank God. And that's how like, he didn't have just a, a moment of his day where he went and prayed. Everything he saw he learned how to pray continually because everything he saw, he, he thought, how can I turn this and talk to God about it? How can I thank God for them? How can I ask God to intervene in their lives? And he just was this master at it. And man, when I read that book, I was just blown away by the way he did that. Man, I wanted to be better at that. So why don't people pray? Why don't we? Why, why aren't we devoted to it? Why, why am I not as good at it as if I like? For some of us, it's just lack of dif- discipline, right? If it's never planned, if there's never some time, we'll fill it. We just will. We'll fill it with other things. Uh, I don't know if you know this or not. Like We'll fill it with things like TikTok. The average user who has TikTok will spend uh, 52 minutes per day on the app. Right? You just look up and time's gone because you're watching people dance and you're watching funny people fall down and you're watching you just, all the crazy stuff. Like you can just watch that. Like it's a lack of discipline. Why don't we pray? Another one is some people just doubt that anything will happen. Of course, we don't want to admit that one, right? Like one reason, the reason we don't pray because we don't think God is doing anything up there. Uh, you know, it, but it's a reason some people don't pray. For some of us, we, you can't sense the near of God, that he's here, that he cares, that he wants to listen. For some of us, uh, is, we're not really aware of any needs. Like we're not aware of, like life seems manageable to us and we don't even have to ask God into it to help us because, man, we can handle it. So sometimes we think we can handle life and we don't invite him in. It just, just happens and it goes that way. For some of us, we haven't learned how to pray. And the next thing I want to talk about tonight, if you go ahead to that next slide uh, up there, I want to talk about this and I want you to know this. And this is something that really has encouraged me as a person of prayer is this, is that prayer is learned. It's not something you're born knowing how to do. It's something that you learn how to do. Jesus says, hey, I want to teach you how to pray. And it's something that you can kind of learn. And if you're not good at it, you can just know that it's, it's something you can learn. And the best way to learn it is by praying, obviously. If you've ever tried to learn, anybody taken a foreign language at school? A lot of, some of you have some. If you haven't, you probably will. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, they're, they're very difficult uh, I took Spanish one twice, um, but the Spanish teacher would walk in, and there wasn't a lot more English going on. Because here's what happens when you're trying to do, you learn a new language. You speak that language. The best way to learn it is to speak it. Same thing with praying. The best way to learn how to pray is to pray. It's the best way to learn it. It's the best way to get better at it. It's like it's not, there's not rank, you know, ranking of it, but that's the way to get better and have your heart more tuned to it is that. Uh, this gentleman named Andrew Murray uh, wrote this. He said, reading a book about prayer and listening to sermons about prayer like you're doing now, talking about it, it's really good. But it won't teach you to pray. You get nothing without exercise and without practice. I might listen 
year to a professor of music playing the most beautiful music, but that will not teach me how to play an instrument. It's the same way with prayer. I can give you the greatest sermon you've ever heard about prayer tonight. Not going to happen, right? But I, I could. And I could encourage you, but here's the thing. The only way it's going to really do something in your life is if you will actually say, you know what? I'm going to lean in and I'm going to communicate with God. All my kids, when they were really young, learned to pray. And I mean crazy young. Sadie and Hannah Isaac, like I'm talking when they were just learning three and four years old. Like they saw mom and dad pray. They knew that we were people of prayer. And they learned how to talk to God. Something you learn. Uh, Michael, we adopted him about two years ago. He did not know God, but here's the thing. He learned after hearing us pray and us talk to God at night and us at the meals. And here's the cool thing. Guess what? Anytime we ask somebody to pray, guess who the first one is? Michael wants to pray, it's something he's learned. And just know, if you don't know how to pray, like it's not too late for you. Don't give up on this. There's not a lot of right and wrong there. It's just communicating with God. And I want to encourage you to do that. and Learn how to talk to God. So as we land the plane here like we've been doing every week, this is the best part, I believe, for you, and it's the practical things. Go ahead to that next slide, and I just want to talk about some practical things. And these, some of these, we're going to get to them in a minute, are going to be the things in your book. But here's what I encourage you to do. I want you to start slow. We've talked about this a lot of times throughout the things we've been talking about, these habits of Jesus. Like, start slow. Don't go and say, okay, for two hours I am going to kneel beside my bed, and that's how I'm going to start. Like, I'm just telling you, start really slow when it comes to learning about prayer. You don't become a marathon runner, Olympic marathon runner, the first time you run. It takes training. Right now, I am, uh, I'm not trying to be an Olympic marathon runner. I am, I'm four weeks into training for a half marathon. And I've got 16 weeks. I can't run it right now. But you know what? If you come at me the end of January, I'm going to be ready. That's because every day, every three times a week, I'm training. I'm not ready now. I can't do it. But in January, like the end of January, I'm going to be ready, and I'm going to be ready to do that. It's one of these things. You've got to start slow. You start with just a few steps. Then you get to a mile. Then you get to a few miles. Same thing with our prayer life. Start small and continue to build on top of those things. The next thing I want you to do um, is this. I want you to get a prayer journal. You have one sitting in front of you. The thing that we've been giving you every week. In a couple of weeks, this can go home with you. And I'd love for you to fill it up with, with prayer. I want you to get a journal. Because here's the thing. It's so cool to look back at it and see God move. I, I brought mine in here tonight. I haven't used this thing yet, but I think I will here in a minute. Uh, I brought mine in here tonight. These are all my prayer journals. Uh, now, some of it's not all prayer. Some of it, there's all kinds of uh, different things. Some of this stuff is like private. I would not leave this and let you read through it because there's some prayers with just me and God need to hear, right, that you don't need to, to know about. But it's it just, over the years, it's something I've started doing, and it's so cool to look back at them. This week, I found my very first prayer journal entry ever. Ten, it's almost to the date, 103098. 10-30-98. Who was not born in 1998? You were not born, like everybody in the room. I'm an old, old man. I apologize. Uh, so I was somewhere in college learning to be a youth minister. And I'm going to read you what I wrote. 
I can actually read my handwriting, which is amazing. And you're going to see how God has answered some of these prayers in a big way. Like one of them is going to be this, this chick I bring up, like, hey, God, can you work on that? And like he answered that. My wife's sitting right here. It wasn't this chick, okay? God answered prayers. Uh, here's, here's what I wrote. First words, wow. What a day. Lord, thanks for calming my nerves. This was a time when I was just learning to preach, and I preached that morning in front of the church. Thanks for calming my nerves. I'm trying to write my prayers out now and spend more time with you. I struggle spending time with you. You know this. I'm really going to make an effort to do this, okay? Lord, thanks for everything. My family, KCC, your son, uh, my youth group at the church. Thanks for good times and bad times, creation, friends. I come to you with a few requests. First is the Beth situation. Hey, God answered the prayer, right? It was a no, but it's okay. Uh, Lord, uh, so much want your will to be done there. If this happens, Lord, let it be your will, not mine. I'm searching for someone you know this because I petition you with prayer about this subject often. Be with me the next week as i uh, following this time. Lord, you know her and her heart. It's in your hands. It always has been. Um, be with Robin and Lori. These are two of my friends. Um, and their relationship, make it strong. First wedding I ever got to do, God answered this one. I got to do my first wedding with my friends, Robin and Lori. They're still married to this day. And be with them as they prepare for marriage. Bless them and the Lord. Be with Corey, uh, all these different friends. Be with all, you know, change them. Be with my buddy Clint. Be with uh, my friend Chuck. I pray this in your name and your son's name. Amen. And a lot of other prayers that God's answered. Sometimes the way I'd want and sometimes the way I want. But here's the thing. God's will is working. I want to encourage you to get a journal. You've got one. Uh, man, write your prayers down. And I would, I would encourage you to do this, is to write specific prayers. A lot of times when we do prayer, we go like a shotgun, right? If you know anything about a shotgun, there's a, when you shoot it, it's, it's what you use to hit birds and things like that. Like it's a big spread when you shoot it. And that's many times what we do with prayer. God, just be with me tomorrow. I just need you to, to be with me on Thursday. God, help Thursday, but I would encourage you to do this. Is, is go more like a, I like to call it a, a, a sniper rifle um, when it comes to prayer. Thursday, God, you know I'm going into to biology class, and you know I have to remember all these things for this test. And God, I just really need your help. Like, really narrow it down and get specific. Think sniper rifle, not shotgun. Specific prayer, it, it gets a little more serious, right? It's like me saying this, hey, I'm going to drop by. Uh, Charlie, I'm going to drop by the house one night, okay? It's not very like he's just thinking, well, whatever. The dude's never going to. But if I was to say this, hey, Charlie, uh, to Friday night at 7 p.m., I'm coming by the house. It's a lot more specific, and he knows that I'm serious about coming, like I'm going to drop in. I'll be there at 7, and I'll be done by 8. Like it's a really specific thing. Same thing with our prayers. If we'd make them specific, it really does a cool thing. Specific prayers really let you see God work, too. They do. If you get really specific, like with your list or with your prayers, you can see God checking those things off. Um, try one of the examples in your notebook. If you have your little notebook there, you can turn to it. One of them is one that I, the first way I ever learned to pray is the ACTS model, A-C-T-S. It's one of uh, those things. It's an acrostic, and you just have one thing for each thing, and you can just take your piece of paper, and you can just write down, the page, give yourself a couple lines, and the first one stands for things that you adore about Jesus. 
God, thank you for creation. Thank you that you love me. Thank you for sending your son. Confess is the next one. God, I'm sorry that you know my mouth. Like you know my heart. Next thing is things you're thankful for. Thanks for my family. Thanks for watching out for me. All those kind of things. You just you just make your you, little. The last one is supplication. I don't like to call it supply. God, I need your help in this. I need your help in that. Really good way to learn how to pray. ACTS acts. It's one probably the first way I've ever learned to pray. Uh, another one in there is um, is the crossword one. This is a little more creative. I don't know. I, I don't know where I saw this one. Um, but you will put... Uh, and you just make a crossword. You start with one word. That's one of the ones from like, I don't know, 2019, I think, 11, 10, 2019. You can see the date on there. You can't read my junky handwriting. And you just start connecting people, right? It really works if you have a grid journal like I do, and it's a lot easier. It's really hard to do on this kind of, but I uh, did too many. Yeah, but you can put, like, my wife's name, Sarah, and then I can go off this one, and I can go Hannah here. And you can just see how you continue to build it, and you can continue to build and, and pray for people and just walk through as you're writing those things down creatively. You're, you're, you're praying for these people that, that mean something in your life. Or maybe some of those names on there are people who'd ask me to pray for them. Uh, one of the names on there is a guy named Paul Hoke. About two years ago, he was a, one of our awesome youth sponsors here. He had open heart surgery around this time. And I was praying for his recovery. So you can see his name's on there. And the cool thing is, God's answered that prayer. He, last summer, he hiked the Appalachian Trail with me. And it's just cool to see God, when you pray specifically, and you pray for people, like how he begins to answer prayers. Um, what else do I have on there? Another one is the posture of prayer. Like at the end of this tonight, we're going to pray in a different way that we normally don't. Usually when we pray, we just sit. We just bow our head. Tonight we're going to pray in a different way at the end, and it just changes the way you pray because you change it up a little bit. Uh, another way, there's a couple of, uh, I left my phone downstairs. There's a couple apps there, and, and this is really dangerous when you take your phone out and try to pray because there's obviously you know what can happen. You can lose track like uh, so quickly, right? One called Echo, you can put all your prayers in. You can set a timer, and then you can just swipe like all the names. Be with the students in my group. Be with my family. It's your list right there. And it just, you just swipe and you just pray. Another one is one we talked about last week. It's a version Bible app. And I don't know if you know this or not, but if you go down to the more in the bottom corner of it, you can actually ask for prayer. And it's so cool. All the people that are on your friends list, they're going to get a notification if you say you want other people to pray. And they're going to get this notification. And then you can update people on how that prayer is going. Like uh, this last time I was praying for a, a, a lady named Julie Ashton. She was one of my leaders in Florida. and we, She had cancer and we prayed and we prayed and we prayed. The cool thing is every time you pray, the person you're praying for gets a notification. Hey, Brian prayed. Sarah prayed. Whoever it is prayed. It's, it's a really, really cool thing. Once again, technology, you got to be careful with it because um, it could get your mind off of that. And then there's just a couple ways that you can lean in and pray. But lastly, what you really need to do Just got to pray. I mean, it's what you got to do, right? You, you've got to pray. I love this quote. 
from Martin Luther. I think I have it up here. Do I have that quote from Martin Luther up there, guys? Here it is. As is the business of tailors to make clothes and cobblers, that's who mended shoes back in the day. They take your Jordans and put them back together. Um, and cobblers to mend shoes. So it is the business of Christians is to pray. Like our business is to pray. And I just want to ask you tonight. I love asking this because it's one that I need to look in the mirror and ask as well. How's business? How's business when it comes to pray? It's prayer. And every week I, I want to land on this and I, hopefully you, 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 you're doing this. Like I, I pray that every week in here as we talk about these habits of Jesus, it's not a guilt trip. I don't want a guilt trip. I don't. Here's what I want to do. I want to motivate you to get in the gym and get stronger. Spiritually get stronger. I don't care what your 40 is. I don't care how much you can bench. I don't care if you can do pull-ups. Here's what I care about is your spiritual health. And I want you. These are tools that Jesus did to get stronger and closer to Jesus. And these are tools that all of us, students, adults, that we need to all be leaning into to get stronger. My, my prayer and my hope is this, that you will lean in and you will pray because it will make your relationship with Jesus stronger. I'm going to pray, uh, and then we're going to send you off to groups. If you don't know what group to go to, if it's your first time, I would love to point you in the right way. Uh, here's what I'd like for you to do. I would like for you, if you can, if you're able, I'd like for you to uh, kneel down on the floor as we close in prayer. Some of you sound like some old people. I heard all those moans and groans like yours. <laughs> hey, let's talk to our, our Father. Jesus, uh, we thank you for today. And we, uh, this is a position of uh, humbleness. This is what we do before a king. We bow before you. God, would you help us remember this week that uh, you want to hear from us. You just want us to communicate with you. I pray you give us reminders to do that. I pray, Lord, we carve you out some time. I pray, Lord, that uh, we would uh, pray for our friends and our family and the, the things in this world, that we'd thank you for things, that we'd, we'd ask you for things, that we would tell you that we love you. Uh, just all the things that can happen in prayer, God. Help us to do that. Help us to be about your business, God. Help us to follow in your footsteps and in your habits we see Jesus do. Help us to often get away and pray. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen.